Welcome to Tuscan Radio. I'm your host, Drew Gretsch. And I'm Alex Edwards. And today, we are talking about The Mandalorian, Season 2, Episode 6, Chapter 14, The Tragedy. Um, yeah, there was a tragedy. It was a very big tragedy. A, a considerable amount of tragedies, one might say. Got a couple of them. Yes. Yeah, there really were quite a few tragedies. Uh, before we get into the episode, though, I realized that on the newscast this week, I did not go over, um, the Mando Monday for this stuff for this week, so there was, so, the featured product, we got a, uh, Mandalorian Red Target Exclusive Funko Pop, I, I know those are huge, I'm not really a collector of the Funkos, I always thought that they looked weird, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think, like, I get, like, one or two of them, I, I would not be the type of person to buy all of them, though, um, right, there's thousands of them, I have one, so many, yeah, and I just started to get in, into collecting the, uh, Black Series figures, which, oh, those look so, so good, those look so good, um, yeah. So there's this there, there's this Ahsoka Tano T-shirt, which is awesome, because she was great last week. Uh, some phone cases. Uh, we have not not one but two uh, Grogu plush toys this week because there's usually at least one a week because it's you know they have to it's Baby Yoda, but there's two of them this week. Uh, there we have the Ahsoka Tano life size car- cardboard cutout. Which is fun. Oh, wow. That's yeah, they do those too. They do those too. Um, I did not think I would buy that. I would not buy that either. I yeah, that's that's weird. That's weird. I don't have a designated Star Wars room, but you know, it, but if I did, I I'd probably got get like the Cobb Vanth standee because that guy was awesome. Um, all right, let's get into the episode. So the episode was titled Chapter Fourteen: The Tragedy, written and directed by John Favreau. Wait, no, no, written by John Favreau, directed by Robert Rodriguez. And I should have had this pulled up already. I'm looking at Disney Plus right now to try and find this episode description. The, the the Mandalorian and child travel to an ancient site. We have a name. I don't know why they're still calling call him the child, but we have a name. It's Grogu. Um. Alright, so, 34 minutes, the shortest episode of the season so far, um, and I felt that, I, I kind of felt that runtime, you know, a lot happened, but I, I felt it, I felt the runtime this, this week. Cause, cause usually, like, there's just so much that happens in it that it feels like a full hour, but I, I felt the runtime. I, I felt that it was it was super short, so we're gonna get into spoilers in a couple of minutes. The spoiler-free r- review is: Baby Yoda touches a rock. And that's a spoiler-free review. That, that that's yeah. it because we gotta get into spoilers. Oh, I did notice. Somewhat spoiler-free. So now we're kind of drifting into the spoiler territory. There were, like, no Easter eggs in this episode. Because anything that... Because, like, usually there's just, like, subtle references and stuff. But this is... This one was, like... I don't think a character is an Easter egg if they're a big part of the episode. Right. It was... Also, there's, like, not really any room, I feel like. The entire thing took place on... Um... The one on Titan... Yeah. What's the planet they were on? Um, it not. Tython, right? it, it was Tython. I'm not sure if that's a spoiler to say, because usually it's, it's um, they you know we we, I, I was thinking this week was going to be a side quest. I thought we were going to get another side quest this week, and then next week we get to Tython. But they just like kind of like, I thought that um. Well, all right. Well, let's get in into spoilers now. So spoilers in. 
Sir Alex, so get a, a, a spoiler ready, and then after I say one, you shout out that spoiler. So three, okay. two, one. Baby Yoda was captured by Moffat. They got him. They got him. No. It's so sad. It's so sad. <sighs> it, it was so sad. Um. I thought it was really funny how. Alright, I'm, I'm just gonna jump right right to the end and we'll come back. But, um. The Dark Troopers, we saw them. Yeah. Uh, you don't really know if this is an Easter egg because they looked the same way that they did in, in in Legends. So, I'm not. I don't think that's a time. I don't think that's an Easter egg just because, I mean, it's the same type of. It, it's the same, uh, droid. So, I don't think that that can be an Easter egg if, if it looks the same. So. Um, but there, they were, and I did do some research on this, they were, uh, we, we do know that, um, in the third season of Rebels, uh, Thrawn is, like, in, like, a sparring se session, he's, he's, he's training with, um, well, they look a lot like the Dark Troopers, uh, because we know that Filoni did say that these were, uh, supposed to run supposed to, 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 to resemble the dark troopers so but the dark troopers like i feel like the empire does does this a lot like they get in there super super fast and then they just move so slowly oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they were walking so slow they they, like... they do it in empire with uh echo base they do it in um Oh, well, that's, I guess, really the only time that we ever see a full-on, like, Imperial assault in the movies. Um, there aren't that many in, um, in Rebels. And, of course, this is, I think, the first time we've really seen it in The Mandalorian. So, uh, but both times we've seen it on, on screen, it, it's been, um, it's been, they, like, they just fly down there super fast. And then, like, they just, like, kind of sort of crawl over there. So, right. um, all right, so let's get yeah, back. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Let's, get back to the let's go back to the beginning. Um, so the episode starts with, um, the Razor Crest in space and they, uh, well, he, Din is taken Grogu to Tython and he says his name, which, that was so, so, such a great mo moment last week when he said his name right. and then, like, Gro 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 was like, no. Like, what? <sighs> and then, you know the name? for the first time in the series, Mando laughs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've never heard him laugh before, but he laughed for the first time this week. <laughs> um... Yeah. He takes the, so Din then takes the ball from Grogu, and he's like, come on, kid, just like before, just like before, you can get it. And I'm like, it's kind of like dog training, but it's supposed to be the opposite of, like, the opposite effect. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just thought that was interesting. Um. And I really like now that he's starting to treat Grogu like his son. I, I do really like that, too. Like, I think now, for the first time, he's, act, he's like, actually believing that that's his son. So. Yeah, I definitely felt like that. I like that's what's happening, too. It, it's really... I like to see it. Uh, just like a little canon update. Well, not really an update, but more of like a slight retcon. So, we've, so this is, I think, the second time we've seen Tython in the new canon. It's been in Legends before, but this is the first time we've seen it. Or, uh, it first appeared, I think, a little bit over a year ago in the final issue of the Dr. Afro comic. And in that comic, it was all snowy and everything. I, I don't remember if it's... If it looked the same, we can just, that, that can just be, they were there in the winter, and Din's here in the summer. That, that That's easy. But I, I just feel like in Star, in Star Wars, it's either a snow planet or a desert planet. 
like planets don't really have seasons, so. Yeah, I I, I saw something online about how someone was making a big deal about that, like like Mandalorian chapter six, um, Titan or Mandalorian big uh, plot hole with Titan. And I was just like, oh my god. It can just it, it can just be seasons. It can just be seasons. Yeah. Um. It doesn't matter. Um. And well, were, were they talking about that or the fact that Fennec says that they're in the outer rim, but in Legends it's in like the deep core? I don't think that's really a problem. I mean, they they wiped that out. It's it's easy to just have it be in the outer rim. I feel like I, I feel like the, this show works best because it's in the outer rim. It doesn't need to be. On Coruscant, and we've heard rumors that they're gonna that, that they're going to Naboo in season three. Um, I don't n- know how far Naboo is. I think Naboo it would. I think I think I remember it's in the mid rim. Uh, I I don't think it's in like the I don't I don't think it's it's one of the core worlds. But uh, that's not important. Um, I really love the ancient Jedi stuff. Like th- that in like in uh, Rebels, we got that a little bit in the final season, and then a ton in in Fallen Order, and then, you know, when the High Republic starts starts up like a month from today, I think we're gonna we're, we're gonna gonna be seeing a lot of that. And I'm really excited for that. Um, Naboo, I just doubt it's in the room. Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Um, Din says that they that the top of the mountain is is too is too small to land on so they're gonna have 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 to get there with the windows down that is absolutely something that john favreau would would write in a script that is such a that is such an an iron man line yeah that's the first thing i thought of when he was like we got we got to get there with the windows down i'm like wait what what does and then, like, I see it, there's with the jetpack, and that, oh, that was so good. So good. Um, I, I wrote down in my notes that the seeing stone, uh, it, 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 I think it's supposed to work a, a lot like the stone on Octo from The Last Jedi, where Luke just touches the stone, and, uh, I, I wonder if, if the ancient Jedi temples, if there's always a stone and they do different things, or if Luke wasn't trying to reach out to the Jedi, he was just trying to reconnect with the Force, because at that time, Luke is the last Jedi. So, um, I don't know, maybe Grogu just knew what to do, I think. Yeah. Well, because Grogu, he was trained at the temple, right? Yeah, he was one of the younglings, and there's been so many fan edits in the last week of just, like, people, like, editing Grogu into, like, the youngling scene in Revenge of the Sith. Oh my god. Just, like, this is one of them where, like, he's, like, out in, um, he's, like, standing, like, outside the window and, like, just, like, on the edge of the, of, of the Jedi Temple. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. Um. Yeah. And then I, I, I lost it. Sorry, sorry, what was that? Uh, I was just gonna say how my my dad keeps like asking he when they revealed that he was like trained at the temple and stuff. My dad like called me because I was I wasn't with him watching it. <laughs> he called me. He was like, "Wait, what's the timeline of this again?" And I was like, "Oh, it happens a little bit after the last or the sixth movie." He's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, because <laughs> he he's like it's so Because he's because he's fifty. He, he's fifty. Um, right. And then we see it. We, we we heard rumors that we were gonna see it. We hear a bit of his theme, and then the slave one com- comes into frame, and I I lost it. I, I was so excited. Yeah, I'm embarrassed that I at first I didn't realize that it was Boba Fett. I knew it was Slave One, but I was like, wait, I thought Boba Fett died, and then <laughs> and then um, I was like, wait, did someone steal his ship? And then I realized. Well, he's well, he's been on a well. That that was a debate. That was a debate. Uh, he's been on Tatooine for five years. At, at least for five years. Well, we don't know how we so we, so we don't know how, how long how long it took him to escape the Sarlacc. 
I'm pretty sure that they're going to explain that in his uh, prequel spinoff miniseries next year, I think. Which, um, you know, the, that's supposedly already filming. And uh, there, there are sources, uh, and we are hearing from a lot of sources that, yeah, that that's coming. That we're getting uh, a Boba Fett show on Disney+, and it's already filming. So that's very exciting. That's exciting. We'll probably, and we don't know when the show is going to take place. We don't know if it's going to be set in, um, I, I, I don't, I, I really can't see them doing it just be set before A New Hope. And I don't really want to see, like, the first episode. Like, I, I don't want it to just jump through the timeline a lot. And they've, and a, I, I think they've, they've only got, like, six, six, six episodes, like the Kenobi series, so, I don't know. Uh, but we'll see how they do it. But they, but they have to explain it. They, they have to explain it. Um, so, as soon as we see the Slave One, Grogu, he's got this force field up, and there were Jedi that hurt him. We did not see any of that. We didn't see any of it, and any of, like, his... Right conversations through the force we did not and i thought we would see it like um there's there's a scene in the first season of rebels where kanan and and ezra go to uh the jedi temple on lothal and ezra touches a stone and he's able to communicate with yoda who at this time is living out on dagobah so we don't I almost wonder if they're going to keep it a secret. I, I, I really wonder if they're going to keep, keep it a secret of who Grogu was talking to. Because, I mean, it's... I hope they don't. But then again, it might... I think very much might. May, maybe, like, the season cliffhanger. Like, last season, the big cliffhanger was how Moff Gideon had the Darksaber. What, what if this year... We just Which like. Which still haven't explained. Uh, well, we got well. Okay, so you've not seen R- R- Rebels. I haven't. Okay, there. Uh, the season four premiere of Rebels ends with Bo-Katan getting the dark saber from Sabine, who got it from Dathomir. I don't. We don't. And we don't know how it got. Wait, no. That's I think covered in one of the comics how it got. Anyway, so Sabine got got it from from Dathomir. She gave it to, to Bo-Katan, and that's it. That's like the last time that we've seen Bo-Katan up until her appearance in the Mandalorian. So we do, so we have to assume that like there is a we have to assume there's like something is going to be explained where. And I hope they show it, where, like, Gideon had, he was invading Mandalore, and, uh, he just took it from Bo-Katan, I guess. And, and, and we don't know if, I mean, it, they, kind of like in The Force Awakens, um, like, the, the, the Millennium Falcon was stolen from, 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 from Han, and then it, it was stolen by someone who was stolen by someone who was stolen by someone, and then, like, it just keeps going, so it's like, five times removed. So, like, we don't know if, if like, let's just say, like, so if, if Bo-Katan lost, like, Vader. Well, well, let's just say that. And then, Gideon won it from, from Vader. I, I don't think that's possible. I don't think that Vader would leave Bo-Katan alive. But it's, it, it's possible. But I, I think, like, the, we could get it this season. Like, the big cliffhanger at the end could be, like, Sebastian Stan as as Luke Skywalker, which a lot of people want, because he looks a lot like young Mark Hamill. Sebastian Stan? He doesn't... I guess, you, you, know. you, you, you can find, like, look up Sebastian Stan, Luke Skywalker. Like you can like just like dye the hair or something. You you can figure it you can figure it out. So 
something I noticed because I've seen the episode three times now. The second time I I, I watch the episode, I watch it with uh, the audio description and the subtitles because the audio description back in like chapter twelve that did reveal that it was the uh, dark troopers. So this week it revealed that Boba Fett's weapons are. Tuscan Raider weapons, which a lot of people had theorized about, but we know now for sure that that is like a gaffy stick, which the Tuscan Raiders use. So, did he help them with taking down the crate Dragon back in Chapter 9? I think it's possible. I think it's very, very possible that he did assist uh, the people of Mos Pelgo and the Tuscan Ra Raiders and Dinjarin. And uh, taking down that Kurt dragon. I think it's possible. I don't know if that definitely. Well, I guess nothing is definitely. Uh, and then, so you know, Boba's like, I I want the armor. Din's like, no. And then and then he says, I'm just a simple man making my way through the galaxy. Which is almost exactly yeah. what Jango Fett said in Attack of the Clones. Uh, he said, "I'm just, I'm just a simple man trying to, to make my way in the universe." And then Boba said, "He's just a simple man trying, trying, trying to make his way in the galaxy." It's it's been like, uh, something like four thirty five years or so since um, uh, the events of Attack of the Clones. He forgot. It's fine. Um. Uh, and then he specifically mentions his father, so we get a reference to him. I guess that's the only Easter egg is that line. I think that's, like, the only Easter egg in the episode. Um, yeah. but Boba... Uh, I... Sorry, you go. Oh, no, I was just going to I wasn't really going to say anything. Uh, Boba says that he, he, he's got a sharpshooter wait, waiting up there to, uh, shoot the child. And it's Fennec Shand, who we we got this tease back in Chapter 5 last season. The last shot of that episode was Fennec Shand, like, lying down. She was, she was lying dead, presumably. And then uh, we see Mandalorian Boots walking up uh, to her and placing that down a, a tracking fob. I, th I, think, I think there was a tracking fob there. Now... Wait, okay, we, I guess we don't know if, if they were Mandalorian boots, but we saw boots. I, and then, you guys can check the audio from, like, a year ago, and I'm like, that that's Bo Bo Boba Fett. I, I think it's Boba Fett, so uh, that's from, like, a year back, and uh, I called, and I, and I, was, and I wasn't the, the only one that called. It was a very popular theory, but, yeah, we... We, we, we know now. Um, they all put their weapons away to n negotiate and stuff. And then I did oh, not... I was cringing so hard the whole episode because we put down his jetpack. I know, I know. And then I'm like... Oh. And then I was like, dude, go go get it. You will have a portable high ground. Go and get it. So... He, like, he could have gotten... Or he could have made sure that Baby Yoda wasn't, or Grogu wasn't taken. If he had the jetpack, he could have, instead of walking up there, when the Dark Troopers got there, he could have jetpacked up there. Yeah. Um. Well, they, well, they, well, it's, it's so that the story can happen. They have to do that. <laughs> so the story can happen. So it seems uh, like Boba has, like, like he's he's been living with the Tus with, with the Tuscan Raiders for at least a while, um, no more than five five years. But how did he have the tools to heal Fennec Shand? And then I wrote that uh, the dark side of, of the Force is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. So, yeah, um, that's just what I. That's just. I think my only complaint about the episode is that they, it doesn't seem like he had 
the technology to heal her. But yeah, I it's really think about that. you. I'm, I'm sure it, it'll be be covered in a comic or something, and we'll and we'll find out. Um, so the stormtroopers arrive, so they get there now. Um, and like they're trying to make their way up the hill, and then there's one trooper who has like the captain. Uh, he just so like he's 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 giving a command. And he's like, sir, there's too much fire, and then and then the captain just goes. Flank them, you idiot! And I, and I, I love that line. I, I, that's I think my favorite line that any stormtrooper has said ever. So, yeah, I, I love that line. And then immediately he, the stormtrooper, gets shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Boba and the armorer take out stormtroopers in the same way with uh, their like metal sticks. Last season, the armorer like. Uh, the storm, the storm, stormtroopers found her, and then she was just like, had like her Mandalorian tools and just like hacking them apart. That was insane. Those who say that Boba Fett is overrated, watch this episode. And my dad was like, these Disney Plus shows are good, but I don't care about the Boba Fett series. He's so overrated. I'm like, because you didn't read the comics and the books and watch Clone Wars yet. Um,. But I'm like, so like, but after the episode, I'm like, so is Boba still overrated? And he's like, well, not as much in now, but. So, yeah. If you do not like Bo- Bo- Boba Fett, I think you, you'll you like him a bit more after this episode. Um, I, I wrote, why aren't they showing Grogu's Force co- conversations with the Jedi? And I think that's just for us a reveal in the season finale. The, that's what that's what I think it is. I, I I don't think they want to give that away right now. I don't, yeah, I don't think like they'll definitely we'll know eventually, but we definitely like it wouldn't be giving away too much, and it would kind of give hope to this episode, I guess, in a bit, in a way. And this episode really wasn't meant to be that way. It was just meant to be like you know the tragedy and having a darker feeling. Right. So, uh, Din goes down to uh, help help Fennec and Boba take out the stormtroopers, and uh, I just wrote here: Fennec is the cavalry, is the cavalry, and that is a reference. And moving on from from that, if you know, then you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Boba steals the armor back, and um, he's he's got a Boba's got a bit of a gut. Uh, he's, he's clearly put on some weight since, uh, he since he's been eaten by the since he's been eaten by the Sarlacc, so, um, yeah. Um, that scene was so cool when he just, like, he just, like, taps him on the shoulder, and then he just, like, stabs him with the gaffy stick. That was awesome. That was so good. Yeah, when he, when he killed the guy about like, he, I don't know, wait, were you talking about the, I don't know if you were just talking about this, but the, when he, like, sh- he, like, grabbed the guy by the neck, and then he, like, put the oh, man. gun up to his stomach, and then shot it, and then he just went flying. Yeah, that, oh, that was so, that was so cool. I, I love that. Um, Boba's knee projectiles are from the visual dictionary for the original trilogy. And I love that just little reference in the orig- in the visual dictionary about just like well because they're like okay so what do these things do and it's just like they're uh, for their knee pad rocket missiles and then we got to actually see him use them that was so good yeah I love that part this whole show is just John Favreau playing with the Star Wars toys that's that's what this whole show is um. Um, okay, so Owen, my, my brother and I, we were discussing this this morning. Where do Boba's missiles come from? So I thought that, uh, so like we, we, we get to see them used, we've seen them used three times in the Mandalorian, like his, his jetpack missiles. And again, with like the toy thing with, with John Favreau, like I've heard that with the original Kenner action figure, 
in order to like shoot the missiles from the helmet, you had you had, had like bend Bo Boba Fett over so he could get a clear shot, and like that's what he, he did in the episode. So I, I thought that was cool. Um. So we were discussing about where the missiles come from. We use so the first time we see them used is um when Cobb Vanth is taking the like the Marauder people out of the um Moss Palgo in the flashback sequence. And the second time we see it, it's it's presumably about five years after that. Because uh well it, it's exactly five 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 years after that with maybe a couple months or years add on or no more than years. So it's no more than than six years after that. We see Cobb Vanth use the uh missile against the crate dragon. He then gives it to Mando who we who we can assume has has not used it at all because each episode has has taken place like one after the next, which doesn't make sense with something I've got I'm gonna come back to later. But how does Boba like where did those mi missiles come from? I try to find it. We cannot find an answer. I yeah I was thinking that the whole entire or not the whole entire episode but I. Read when he was, like, shooting all that stuff in the fight scene, I was like, that's weird, because, like, they, they've been sitting in the, like, that, the armor has been sitting in the Razor Crest for a couple so days, long. at least. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is, is, it isn't, like, last season, where each episode, it could be a, a couple of week, weeks apart. Um, each episode is, like, right after the next one. Right. Um, yeah, so, I, and I like that, I, I, I like that, like, each episode is not set over the course of, like, a week or a month. Um, and then he shoots the, uh, he, he shoots the, um, tr transport, and then it just crashes into the other transport. I love that. And, and I just put, it's just like the shield gate in uh, Rogue One. Like, because of how they get rid of that, they just, like, knock one Star Destroyer into the other Star Destroyer. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that. I'm not sure if that was a direct reference. But Alex. Alex. He was yeah. aiming for the other one. <laughs> he was aiming for the other one. Oh, that was so good. Um, and, and it was, it's so good to, to hear Tim Morrison's voice come through, through that hel helmet again after 18 years. Because I, I don't know if, I don't know if you knew this, but Tim Morrison played Django in Attack of the Clones. And, and, and now he's playing Bo Boba in The Mandalorian. I did not know that. Yeah, because uh, Boba was a clone of Django, an, uh, an, an altered clone, where, like, the clone troopers... Uh, had, like, double the aging than humans, like, so that, like, um, a clone would age 20 years in 10. Mm -hmm. uh, but Boba isn't an altered clone. So, uh, that's why he should be, like, the same age as, um, Timor Morrison. Uh, I just have written down no, but with a lot of O's in all caps with, like, four or five exclamation marks after that. That, I and think that's when, uh, the Razor Crest blew up. I, I may have screamed an, an expletive in the wee uh, 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 hours in, of the morning. I may have done that, because my body, like, when there's a new episode of Mandalorian or Clone Wars on Disney+, Plus, like, my body just, like, wakes me up at, like, 6 a.m., so, um, it was like, uh, it was like 6.20, I think, at this part of the episode. So, um, yeah, it was, I, I may have screamed something, I, but clearly no, no one heard it, so that was good. I was very sad. I was gonna cry. Not actually, though. But, like... Um, there was a, uh, in the first week for Mando Monday... Hasbro announced a HasLab vintage collection Razor Crest like playset thing, yeah. where 
to get it, you had to pay $350. And I, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do them. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not spending $350 for this. And, and I'm glad I didn't. Because I feel so bad for the people that bought the Razor Crest for $350 and now it's been destroyed. That would suck. That would be horrible. Um, and then and now I have it written down, put on the Jetpack Mando. Um, because the, the, the Dark Troopers have been deployed and I have written here, I want a Dark Troopers 6-inch black series figure. Because that, those look so cool. Those... I don't, are those droids or people? I don't. I think in I think in, in Legends they were actual troopers, but here like they 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 look like droids. But uh, yeah. I've actually got a picture right here. Um. Yeah, they. It seems like they were always droids. Looking at like an old card that Owen gave me for the podcast just to look just just to look at this like an old like. Pokemon Star Wars thing. Um, it's not Pokemon, but it's it, it's like that. It's clearly like just Star Wars for me. You know what? What's popular Pokemon? Let's do like a Star Wars card game. Uh, and there's a picture of a picture of a, of a dark trooper here, and uh, it seems like it's a droid. So, um, Grogu's eyes when he looks down at the Mando, just like they were so. You look so sad. It's like, what's going on? Help me. So yeah, they get they get the they get the baby, and then um, the slave one comes flying just to track the dark troopers, and he's like, "It's the Empire, they're back." Yeah, of, of, of course they're back. Of, of I don't course think they are. Ever left. Well. The majority of them went to Exegol after the Battle of Jakku. But, uh, I, I think, like, Gideon is, I think, like, so, so far as we know, he is, like, the head of the Empire. Like, he is the Emperor. But, of course, the Empire is, like, much smaller now. So, uh, but yeah, the rest of them, the, the rest of the Empire, like, the, they went off to Exegol, but not Gideon. Um, alright, what, where is it, uh, oh yeah, he mentioned Spice Dream, which, uh, Alex, Spice in Star Wars, uh, drugs. Oh, hey, you know what, for those of you who watched the final season of The Clone Wars, which I think is, is the majority of the listeners, hopefully Boba's never dumped any spice, okay, just hope, hopefully he's never just thrown it out the airlock. Wait, yeah, I, wait, no, I knew that because of Poe and, uh... Right, yeah, Ryan Skywalker, right? Yeah. He, cause he, he was a Spice Runner. He was a Spice Runner, which, oh, I hated that, because... <clears throat> messed with the canon, but now there's a book to fill it in, but it, it doesn't matter, it's just me being not okay with um, things that don't line up. Uh, the rifle's gone. Is, the Mando's r r rifle's been destroyed. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about that. After that, oh, that's so sad. Because that's a rifle that was first introduced as Boba Fett's weapon in the Star Wars holiday special. That's when uh, it was first introduced, and now and now it's it's gone. Um, Din pick picks up the shifter knob that Grogu's all, all always playing with, it, and that gives him hope. It gives him hope. Yeah. Um. Beskar can survive an orbital strike. I mean, it survives everything. It, it's like it's like Star Wars is vibranium. It, it really is. It's like okay, you know what? We need something for a final fight. We need something so that the Mando can have a duel with Gideon in the season finale. What can we use? Maybe the Beskar is just. Literal plot armor. I mean, it's already armor. It can just be, be plot armor. Um. Um. Okay. So, Boba Fett shows 
his uh, chain code to Din. He says twenty five. He he says it's been there. He says it's been in his armor for twenty five years. Thinking of yeah. the timeline. Thinking of the timeline. That's uh, sixteen years before New Hope. It's three years after Revenge of the Sith. Um, I don't think that means anything. It's just, I'm like, okay, 25 years. When, when would that be? When would that be? And it's three years after episode three. Um, we get a little Clone Wars retcon where we learn that Jango Fett was a foundling. Because in... Um, I forget what foundlings are. Uh, like, that's like... Basically, an adopted Mandalorian. Oh. Like basically, like well, what they've done is, is 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 like um, uh, you can be be born, you can be like a blood Mandalorian, or if they or like if they find an orphan, they will take in the orphan. Uh. So so Jango was one of those that that retcons episode two twelve of the Clone Wars because I have that written down right here. Where Prime Minister Almec of Mandalore says that Jango Fett is a common bounty hunter, and how he he got that armor, he had no idea. Uh, but that's easy to headcanon. It, it seems like Jango w w was taken in by the Death Watch, who are who have morphed into like the the Watch, I guess, which Din is, is a part of. So. I think it's like that, because um, th they even have like similar armor in the Clone Wars and Attack of the Clones, and we can just retcon that to be like, all Mac was like saying like, no, you if 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 you're a Mandalorian, you have have to be have to be born a Mandalorian. You can't be adopted into it. You have to be born a Mando, and that's it. Um. So yeah, uh, they go back to, to Navarro, and now they're all on board the Slave One. And Kara and Kara is now officially working for the New Republic. And this does doesn't make sense to me right here because Mando says that he says I've heard rumors that that you've gone legit. Where? Because he went straight from Navarro to um, Corvus to find Ahsoka. Oh. Where would he have heard? Where would he have heard those rumors? We don't know if like we don't know like if he like stopped at a bar or, or something, but before heading to um. Uh, Tython, but or if you heard on the I don't think we would have heard it on like the radio or anything. But I I we just don't know. We just don't know. It's it, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Um, they're going for main. They're going to go and get Mayfeld, from Chapter Six, and I was so surprised because Bill Burr hates Star Wars. Because that's right. the actor. He, uh... He, um, he's been very open, like, uh, yeah. And I've just never liked Star Wars. So, um... They, so, 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 so they brought him in last season because that was funny. And he makes fun of Star Wars a lot. In the episode. Um... Yeah. So, yeah, and we learned that his, his first name is Miggs. So, that's just a little useless fact that's stored in, in my brain forever now. Um, now we get back to the, uh, to Gideon's light cruiser, and he's sort of playful with Grogu. He's playful. I, You've never seen him like this before. It was definitely not, I don't know, I think he's trying to, I don't even know. I wonder if that's like, I, I I wonder if like that's just an effect that Grogu has on people, where he just right. makes people like more fun and everything. Because like the Mando, I mean, granted, he 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 met ba Baby Yoda in the, in the first episode of the series, but like once he meets him, like he 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 starts to, like talk more and like throughout the course of the series, that like, we we've seen him just talk so much more. Uh, in the first episode, he, he only, ha he, he only ha has a few lines. But uh, now, he 
he's talking for most of it. Uh, it's not a bad thing. We get to grow with the character. Um, but, like, I mean, uh, Cara Dune in Chapter 4, they were not really, um, like, she and Din were fighting a lot. And then she saw the baby, and then they're having a drink. So, I, 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 I just wonder if that's, like, a force effect that he has on people. Maybe. Um, he's so he sparks up the dark saber. And and he says, "Have have have you ever seen one of these from years past?" Gideon knows that Grogu was a youngling at the at the Jedi Temple. I wonder how he knows that. He's Cause... he's a part of the uh, Imperial Security Bureau. Like, he knows. Everything about everyone. Like, yeah. th like that's his job. Like, he knew Din's name. He, um... He knew about Cara Dune being there. And... Uh, he knew about Gr Grief Cargo. Which, I mean, that that's less of, of a shock. Because, like, he was going to Navarro. He should know who's in charge of Guild on Navarro. But still. I, 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 just, thought that, I just thought that was interesting. Um... Uh, do not shoot the baby. I've got that as my last note in all caps with three exclamation points because that stormtrooper stuns the baby and then he puts on just like the cutest handcuffs ever. They're so small. They're so small. They were such cute handcuffs. Like, it was, it was kind of funny. So I've got some predictions for the next two episodes of the series for this two-part season finale. It's not like two episodes like how how they do it with like shield some sometimes where it's like two episodes tonight to end the season it's it's just like it's clear that like it's gonna be like a two part finale where part one is next week and part two is week after so I think next week is just gonna be like a full episode of them trying to like get Mayfeld out of prison they could go and find Bo-Katan who is then gonna who could then say that Ahsoka is off finding a friend, being Ezra Bridger, uh, because this week Dave Filoni said that the epilogue of Rebels does not necessarily take place before Chapter 13 of Mandalorian. So it, it could be like chap Chapter 13 happens, and then ah Ahsoka goes back to Lothal to get Sabine, and then they go find Ezra and Thrawn. So I I think that could just be be such a cool re reference and Easter egg in there if they just like uh, she, yeah she's off to go find find a friend. Um, that would be cool. All right. Potential spoilers. I think this is very likely. So if you do not want to hear spoilers for the season finale, leave. leave. Leave right now. You know where where to find us. This isn't again. This is not an official spoiler. It's just. Something I think is very li likely to happen. Boba Fett dies. Because the Razor Crest has been destroyed. And there's no way that they are going to have two Mandalorians as like main ca characters. I think that he dies and then he gets like a prequel spinoff next year, 2022. I don't know whenever that happens. We know it's filming. And, um... And then Din gets the uh, gets the slave one. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, I mean, it, that seems very likely. Like, I would not be at all surprised if that happened. But, like, as much as I don't want it to happen. Yeah, we we just got him back. We just got him back, and he is getting a show, so he he's not gone for good. But we just got him back. Um, and, and I wanted to die. Um, may, maybe they they could do they, they could do like what they did in like Guardians of of, of the Galaxy where um, where the Milano is destroyed at the in the first one and then like for the next one and then in Avengers three and four it's the Benatar. It and, and just lo lo looks the exact same, but it's not the same ship. I, I think that's very possible what they could do. Um, 
Yeah, I don't really have, have any, oh, okay. Also, what if Windu survived and is going to go and find the child and then immediately, uh, and then like Boba Fett, because there's that Clone Wars arc in season two where, uh, where he goes to try and kill Windu for killing Jango. I, th I think that'd be so cool. I, I, I don't think that they would do it, uh, yeah, but I, I think it would think be cool. That, uh, it would be cool, but I don't. That's definitely I don't think. I I can't see him doing that with this. But hey, they they brought in Ahsoka and Boba Fett and Bo-Katan. I I think that a more likely scenario, and as sad as it would be, is Luke Skywalker. Because um. And I say that's sad because we know what happened at that temple. And I don't think that they would have Grogu survive two massacres. So. Right. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for this. We'll be back on Tuesday with um, the Canon Catch-Up, which is like a 15-minute podcast I've been doing these last few weeks, just breaking down old games and books and comics and we're going to start the movies soon just uh to get caught up since we now have, have a plan for this podcast so yeah um and this week we are covering uh star wars squadrons the new game which was awesome so we'll be back on tuesday i'm drew gretch i'm alex edwards thank you guys so 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 much for listening um you guys know where where to find us at Kid Commentaries Network on Instagram and check check, check out the website kidcommentariesnetwork.com. And this is the way. And flank them, you idiot. <laughs>